This is Feel Good Friday on Wove Inspiration. Let's go. This is Wove Inspiration's Feel Good Friday Music Edition, where I interview some of the hottest gospel artists in the country. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and you guys, it is a, oh man, I'm so excited because I am interviewing somebody from Australia, the land down under you guys, seriously. But it is an awesome, awesome privilege to have this young man on my show today. His name is Muggsy. Real name is Rain, but we're going to go with Muggsy today. So what's going on, Muggsy? <laughs> hey, how you doing from the future? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm in Australia at the land down under, you know, the huge Jackmans, Crocodile Dundees and the Heath Ledges, and obviously the Muggsies as well. So how are you doing over there? Oh, doing good, doing good. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Muggsy. Yeah, so I've been doing you know, like hip-hop music for, man, I mean, like 13 years, I think, if I estimated, I started when I was 14 and I'm 28. And, you know, hip-hop music I'm thankful for because, and the culture of it, because at the age of 14, it, you know, got me out of really a bad circumstance. You know, I was hanging with the wrong crews and, mm -hmm. um, you know, I was fighting through my, you know, adolescence years with like mental health and depression and um you know around that sort of bad things that i guess you know some teenagers can afflict on and um the reason i say i'm thankful for is because around sort of the you know the 90s and the early thousands vibes you know you you had dudes like you know nas and mm -hmm. tupac and you know of course eminem and i i used to like admire to be like these guys because they had this aura around them of this so-called you know culture of hip-hop and you know it would literally it would it would have this sort of message of you know whatever they were fight, fighting for whether yeah. it's you know fighting for their communities or you know their their issues in their current life or what like how they viewed you know what's going on in their like their own you know lives through their through their eyes in a sense and i wanted to really you know escalate my own message through this platform of hip-hop so mm -hmm. to speak about my you know mental strain and you know depression and and that kind of stuff but not just to speak about me but also give back to whoever's listening and um you know, when I grew up and became more mature, I realized that if I was really just taking it as a music standpoint and not learning and embracing and um, evaluating where this culture has come from, I wouldn't be taken 
serious as an artist. I'll just be taking this culture for granted. And um, so I really wanted to learn from, you know, the boogie down Bronx, the 70s, the, 80s, the, the 90s to where it is now. And I feel like, you know, even though I'm so secluded here in Australia, mm-hmm. um, I feel like having that knowledge kind of behind me has made me more of a, um, uh, like, dominant MC than compared to just, you know, rhyming for the sake of it. And yes. that's my, like, little origin story. Yeah. Oh, man. You know you know what? Now, you done went way back because you was talking about Nas and, and Biggie and Tupac. That was real rap music i'm sorry all this mess that they playing now half the time i don't even know what they're saying and there is no message behind what they're saying it's just a bunch of words so i appreciate you appreciating the appreciating the culture of hip-hop in that the 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 old school hip-hop had messages and meaning and and wanted people to to um, be enlightened about what was going on in that day and time. So much love to you for real, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm thankful for that because, you know, I always say, I like, it's hard to predict if I was 14 in this day and time of hip-hop music with the artists that they're promoting now. Um mm-hmm. I would have even fell in love with it because back in the nineties and the, and the thousands, I mean, we had so much um, authenticness and, and so much um, like in a sense, you know, realness about these artists, which were, you know, you, you could pop on like a Biggie Smalls album or um, like a Rakim album and, and they would be so like different and you could, you could like, I always call it taste testing. Like you could taste like their vibes in a sense of where they came from. It's like painting pictures yeah. um, through, through like their rhymes and stuff. But now like you pop on, you know, whatever these SoundCloud rappers are doing and it becomes all muddled. It all sounds the same. And mm-hmm. like there's just, there's no, um, yeah, like authenticity, like there's no uniqueness anymore, you know? And um, I, I feel it's kind of sad in a sense because I always get the question or of the argument, you know, hip hop is, um, always finding something new and developing. And I'm like, yeah, I can understand that it's developing and, you know, it always finds something new. But the the road that is taken now and what they're promoting now, mm-hmm. like, I, I can't fight for that because um, I know so many great MCs that, you know, I, I, that don't live off their music, that I have to work a desk job. But, you know, they, they have these great, songs and albums that they promote with their mixtapes and their underground albums and i'm like dude how aren't you touring stadiums how aren't you doing this and it's just it's the un it's kind of like the the way the industry works but at the same time i feel like there needs to be a wake-up call at the same time like because it's you know really damaging what the culture once was yeah yeah definitely so how is it in in australia as far as the hip-hop culture we love it over here, you know, um, it, it's with making a living up there, up the music, we don't have like the big companies and mm-hmm. you know, the Jeff Jams and the Rockawares and that, but in saying hip hop music, um, you know, we have like a lot of underground nightclubs, open mics, um, the battle scene over here is insane. Yeah. Um, but whatever comes out of the culture, whether it's, um, you know, rap and DJing, graffiti, b-boying, 
um, knowledge, you know, we, we want to attach ourselves to it. And it, and it kind of um, surprises, you know, um, like the celebs when they come over here. Like we recently just had um, Eminem and we had Nas and Lauren Hill come over here. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny because, you know, we are so known for, you know, Crocodile Dundee. And, right. And, and, you know, like that kind of thing. So when they come over here and they see these just flooding stadiums and, and you know, like so many like walks of life, like listening to hip hop music and, and just embracing the culture of it over here, they're like, damn, like these are so secluded on the, you know, the opposite end of the globe. We didn't even know that you had so much love for something that, you know, is such an Americanized thing. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of love for it over here, but there is more um, going back to its roots and being, like, real with it compared to, mm-hmm. you know, I, I need an image, I need a, um, you know, a character to escal- escalate me to, yeah. you know, standpoint and make it corny and fake like we were like over here we really like you still see dudes um you know scratching in the old school turntables and stuff you know just putting on an mp3 so yeah that that's um australian hip-hop for you wow that's that is pretty cool that is i would love to actually see that because of course we don't really we don't have that here um to me i don't you don't i don't really see that anymore and it's awesome as far as my kids is that they because i listen to i used to listen to a lot of old school and still do a lot of old school hip-hop um my teenager loves the old school hip-hop because he you know he likes to listen to the lyrics and everything as well so you know you you can't get you can't get around old school hip-hop i'm sorry i don't care what you say this music that they got now is nothing compared to what they what we had back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I mean, you know, I, I I do you know bar work and stuff, and I'm working where you know teenagers know that I do hip hop music like on, on the side and mm-hmm. you know embrace myself in the culture. And it's funny, like the different generations. Like I mean, you know, they'll be on their iPhones in their break or something, and they'll just be like, you know, check out Lil or Shorty or Lil this and Lil that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'll take a listen, and it, it becomes so saturated that I, something is, like, mentally blocking my brain to say, this is whack and not yeah. dope. You know? yeah. And then like, I'm like, yo, check out this, you know, Rakim, like, microphone feed, pain and fool, you know, follow the leader. And they're like, yeah, that's old, like that. And it, it's like, it doesn't matter about the old. It, it's it's, you know, quality right there. And mm-hmm. I feel that in a sense, like the era was so dope. I was spoon fed so much greatness that it's hard to like listen to, you know, dumb down in a sense music, like mm-hmm. simplified music compared to, you know, not bar for bar, like lyrics, punchlines. So yeah, it's very hard for me to accept um you know the new artists that are coming out but yeah. um yeah that's just me my cup of tea all yeah. right all right so you um have a single out that's called understand me what's the backstory on that yeah so understand me was basically about um like even still to this day i still get the whole 
you know, stereotype of, yo, he's pulling the whole Eminem sort of act. Um, <laughs> even though I like, you know, hip hop's become so universal. Mm. And, you know, it, it was like predominantly, <clears throat> losing my voice, uh, predominantly um, a black domain of music. Like that's mm-hmm. where it's you know, originated from and escalated from. And, you know, like Lord Jamasi on Black TV, whites are a guest in the house of hip hop and stuff. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not even mad at him for that because in a sense, yeah, we are. Like we didn't originate the culture. We came into it, you know, in the 80s with MC Search and, yeah. you know, Everlast and, you know, Vanilla even Vanilla Ice, I'll put him in there. Yeah. Um, but Understand Me was just a, basically a topic of, look, like, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, do the whole Eminem thing and, you know, the wigger Malibu's most wanted and the, <laughs> you know, the whole, like, you know, trying to be the gangster. I really love and, you know, embrace this culture to my, my mm-hmm. fullest. And I feel like Understand Me was the best, like doing it as a musical form compared to just getting on, you know, my soapbox and ranting about it was more of a better outlet for viewers to listen to it than, yeah. you know, just saying that. And, to to whoever takes it you know listens to it and can actually hear my my voice and my my you know my reason behind it i hope mm-hmm. they get you know get the message and be like wow he he really loves it and we better chill with the the whole eminem thing because it's yeah, like man right? that's important to me you know yeah, yeah yeah respect respect so yeah. what do you do to keep yourself motivated when you you may have some or do have some criticism as far as, you know, there's some people out there that are going to hate. It's, it's, it's going to happen. So how do you keep yourself motivated in doing what you're doing? Oh, that's a, that's a great point. Um, I feel that if you tend to let, well, what the haters say or, um, you know, the no says and stuff, you've already failed at your career. Yeah. You know, it, um, I, I feel that y- you have to, like realized why you you've done you know whatever craft or whatever path you've taken in life in the first place and mm-hmm. you know with me uh, i find that you know I, when i was starting off and i used to get the haters and stuff it would infuriate me to the point i'm like why i like the you know the hating and then when i started really like learning about about the culture and stuff and realizing you know that there was so much elements and you know atmospheres and stuff when someone says to me now you know oh monkey is just you know doing the whole Eminem and wannabe thing it, it makes me laugh because it's like yo i could just evaporate your mind in knowledge right now of you know there's <laughs> there's like not just Eminem like i could annihilate you with so many caucasian white rappers you know yeah and you're just you just look stupid that it's funny to me you even bring up that subject anymore and mm-hmm. sometimes it actually happens like i mean i'll be yeah and you know they're, they're just like yeah like you know like yeah you're eminem and da 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 like in that you know and and like i pull the knowledge on them and their look on their face is just stunned like it's just like you can't back it up and i'm just right. like yeah exactly you know just like get out of here so yeah it's i mean like you just have to realize that you know in a sense, like if you love it, like as much as I, I do, that the haters and whatever are not going to put you down because you know you have that aura around you of of love for what you're you're doing. Yeah. You know? 
yeah, yeah. So what can um, people expect from you in 2019? Actually, two projects at the moment. So um, one is my third album. You know, okay. I'm still in the, the blueprint stage of, you know, concepting it up and, you know, finding the right structures and beats and, you know, messages. And also... Uh, documentary so last year Sydney Film School which is one of the biggest film schools here in New South Wales mm-hmm. um, they randomly found my Facebook page and you know the the uh, film festivals were coming up and you know they're like yo can we do a documentary sort of a day in the life of your you know career or not just your career but what you do in your everyday life and you know I'm such a chilled out guy that <laughs> I I didn't get I didn't get on my high horse and be like, yo, I'm getting a documentary. I was just yeah. more like chilled of uh yeah, I guess so. All right, cool. You know? <laughs> so yeah, they came up for like three or four days and okay. you know, filmed me, my friends, my family and um, you know, we had to schedule like meetings because, you know, with my friends and my family, but mm-hmm. you know, like my you know, neighbors and stuff, they were freaked out because I, like, I'm never here. I'm always back and forth doing stuff. And when they saw the camera crews come up and the, <laughs> you know, the lighting and the buses and, you know, to, to get it all already, they were just like, yeah, what, what's, what's going on here? You know? And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, this is just a documentary on me. And they're like, well, what, what do you do? And I'm just like, uh, I do music and stuff. And they're just mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, Oh my God. You know, so, um, yeah, that should be coming out hopefully this year as well, which was okay. pretty dope. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, make sure that you uh, connect me on Facebook or Instagram or whichever one, because I'm going to definitely share that once it does come out. <laughs> Absolutely. I know so many people are down my throat about it, like, when's it coming out? I'm like, all right, it's, you know, slowly coming on board, you know? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So how can people reach you? Yeah, so my number one platform that I use is on Facebook. So if you just type in Mugsy, M-U-G-Z-Y, um, I'll pretty much come up. So it's got my you know, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, music, and even updates with interviews like this is all attached into the one page. So okay. Mugsy on Facebook, and it's easy. It's the easiest place to find me. Awesome. So uh, do you have any last words for the listening audience? Personally, I just want to thank you for, you know, having me on on the show. You know, obviously we had a bit of technical difficulties with (laughs) scheduling and the time difference, but I'm just thankful to come onto the show and explain my story. But I wish you all the best with you know future episodes in 2019 oh i really i really appreciate that so and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the show and you guys stay tuned because i will be playing that single understand me right after this interview so mugsy thank you so much for being on the show and um definitely keep in contact with me because like i said I need to share your information. I need to share that documentary and any other songs and albums that you come out with. Make sure you connect with me because it will be shared. All right. Fantastic. Definitely keep in touch and take it easy. All right. All right. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome night and God bless. 
up on the hip hop music Just breathing that air for something to use it It's amazing how these people look at you different Because you're not the same, man it's just so infant What do you want me to be just like you? Nah One plus one for me doesn't equal two, equal two How is it when this world works? But these people don't pull you in so all it does is hurt no respect and no love There will never be a change when these people will all rise above It's a democracy, so approximately My rage will burst out and all you have to do is just stop with me Increase the peace at least for once So we can breathe without all Yeah, getting teased Cause right now we are all crying in the rain Ripping our hair out Going insane, going insane, yeah about myself a lonely wolf and you're all the wealth pointing the finger is like pulling a trigger blow my brains out when you call me wigger you go bigger f you to the pussy see the baggy jeans and chains that label me like i'm some kind of funny see why because my skin is white and not black it's the love for hip-hop not to be labeled as that it's a disappointment for your enjoyment as a joke I feel like grabbing my hands around your throat to choke I know it's scary, but that's the very thing I'm intent to do If it comes to that, man there's no stopping me to you We all go a little mad sometimes Maybe because all the haters know how to push all the bad lines Why? Because they just don't like who we are So what? We are fine to become an inner star Inner star, yeah When these people say respect off But they turn into two faces Walking down the dark hall It's because they don't have a change of heart All they love to do Is rip people apart Dissing is the mission Given the suicidal ignition A thumbs up For the people to be witnessing Trust me I know I've been through that horror show Saw the light and thought it was a no-go But to top it all off Just be yourself underneath Just look up to the skies And think about the peace At least because we are That beautiful person Just to be earning what we are deserving A little respect Is that too much for the sake of it And to be awakening from it No because we've got Something to prove Coming together as a culture We have nothing to lose Yeah
Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration's Feel Good Friday Music Edition. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in being featured as a musical guest on Wove Inspiration, send me an email to woveinspiration at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Wove Inspiration. Again, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I hope you have an awesome night, awesome weekend. Be safe. Let's go.